Okay, guys, how are you? Matt, the Big Bear Rivers here. Welcome to my podcast. On this moment, we talk about all sorts of topics. From footy, fishing, beers, all kinds. So come and join me, mate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the bloody show. Well, let's have a yak, shall we? Okay, everyone, what's going on? Matt here again, once again, for another episode of Having a Yak Podcast. I've got myself a special guest here, a brand new fella. <laughs> <laughs> And his name's John. What's going on, mate? Not a lot, mate. Not a lot. Just uh, coping with this Chinese thing at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have my own opinion of it, and I think we should just say, fuck China. But we do need them initially, but once we're, our umbilical cord to China is severed mm. and we can stand on our own, I, I think the sooner that happens, the better. We don't really need to be associated with China as much as we have been. Um, their economy is different to ours. Uh, we have a product that they need, but uh, they turn around and say that because they think that we've been dumping stuff on them and we've been doing little shoddy tricks and, and shoddy deals with them, that they can put an 80% tariff on one of our largest exporting products is barley, you know, like... yeah. Yeah, I reckon they can do that, but we put an 80% tariff on our iron ore, which must ad- admit to everybody is that it kept flowing while all this shit was on. China kept trading while all this was on. This COVID-19 was a purpose-released biological weapon for China to lose, to gain more control of the world, I feel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, they're complaining about our beef. Well, don't buy it. Yeah, simple as that, isn't it? You know, um, if you don't want to pay the 80% tariff on our iron ore, don't buy it. Exactly. You know, we have to buy your shit, you know, like your your phony TVs and your crappy microwaves and even car parts now that are sec- It's like a second-hand shop, China. Everything's dirt cheap, you know. Yeah. A good friend of mine told me once that good work's not cheap and cheap work's not good. And it's it's true. Oh yeah, you know, like oh, definitely. some of the products that come out from China, I'm wishing that you know, like they don't fit, or there's parts missing, or you don't get the proper instructions with them, or you know, like I'm sick buying all that shit. Yeah. It's just a waste of money. And uh, yeah, you, you basically got to use a very specific tool to work that certain part, and you know, or something like that. It, exactly, but it, you know, like it's it's a replicated part of the original part, but. It's it's probably like loading bullets. You yeah. can only load so many bullets out of one machine before you've got to readjust it. Yeah. And this is what China's doing. They're not readjusting to society. Mm. They're just running a machine that's just pounding out the same thing has been for a couple of decades now, you know, that we've been really involved with them. And they're not changing. We're changing. Yeah. That's that's how I see it. We're, we're evolving into something different. Compared to what China and China wants conform, you know, wants to try and conform us mm. back to their way of thinking. No, we're not. No, nah. I don't want to live under a dictatorship of conformism. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Why? Why? You know, we feed the world with Australia products, but I mean, so the world. There's other people in the world. You know, there's the French. There's you know, all the European countries. You know, there's yeah. some South American countries. You know, it's just. Yeah, this this virus, it's crippling a lot of resources that China was obtaining cheap. Yeah. They're probably their virus is 
done more economical damage to them than what they anticipated. I don't know. Um, we're lucky here in the southwest of Victoria, where we, where we live and where this has been um, conducted, this interview. And I work in the export industry, you know. And yeah, my my the the forestry industry relies heavily on our logs being harvested and shipped out. Uh, but China wants to control that too, you know. Oh, we're not. They'll starve us out. They they have done since August last year. Really, it's it's been the worst year for quite many years. Really, um, that the the forest industry's sort of really struggled. You know, like, like there's trucks parked up everywhere where I live. Yeah. Um, you know, the chip pile's huge and it's not moving. It's you know like it was the same with the logs as well. They you know they stacked up and nothing moved for weeks. It was really hard. Your income, you know, like I was down to sometimes nineteen hours a, a week, you know, yeah. but well, not claim, not claiming the dole. Yeah, you know, so it was. It sort of gets hard, you know. I'm not not one to really rely on the dole sort of thing or, or social centrelink or whatever you want to call it. But mm. now the government's opened up the floodgates. Yeah, I'm getting some entitlements out of what they say I can have because I've paid a lot of tax over my life. Yeah. We'll see if they should. Yeah, and I'm just really disappointed that a lot of the profit that we should be making us taxpayers has gone to overseas investors. I think that's a very, very, very poor decision by our government that was supposedly elected by the people. Well, I'm hoping that that now the population of Australia after this COVID-19, which has taught us all a really, really big lesson, is that we think, think very seriously about who we're going to nominate to be able to fix our economy, to be able to maintain it, to be able to be sustainable. Australia needs to be sustainable on its own. We don't need to rely on other countries. For imports, we should be more about manufacturing our own stuff, exporting that, as well as our products that we've been exporting for all this time. But Mm. if people want it and want to play games with us, well, that's fine. We can... We can play back. Yeah. The only thing we can't play back is in a military way where we have to have alliance with other countries or other so-called forces. But I've been told this by my forefathers that we should never have laxed in our defences right from the very start. We should have always been putting a percentage of our, our economic growth into defences of this country, into building our own ships, building our own planes, building our own whatever we needed to defend here yeah, and being able to man it. You know, like I've done some military training, so to speak, I suppose you'd call it cut-lunch commandos. And yeah. I, it, I was doing that when the Falklands was on, when the Falklands War was on. And um, England was being pushed around by Argentina, so they sent ships and... Oh, heaps of stuff right down into the South Sea and it's South Georgia and the Falklands. Um, just to prove a point that a country across the strait couldn't control what was dedicated part of the empire. Well, it all finished and everyone went home and it, nothing has ever changed, but Argentina is still a controlling factor in that part of the, the globe. Yeah. So I can't see why Australia can't be a controlling factor in our part of our continent, you know, yep. uh, we're covered by 
surrounded by sea. You know, Japan bombed us. I suppose that's the closest any foreign enemies ever come to invading Australia. But these Chinese, they're invading in a big way. You know, like you see the figures now, there's 500,000, that's 500,000 visa and, well, basically visa holders, foreigners that are in this country to obtain education or to work, to pay minimal tax, to send all that money back home to their, their families. Yeah. And, you know, like they just degrade our form of living here, you know, like you'll mm-hmm. have 10 or 15 people in one house and the neighbours either side get sick of it so they sell up. So those 10 or 15 people pool their money together or get some shoddy investor to invest and buy both them houses and then they put more people in them and before you know it, they've taken over whole suburbs. Yeah. And, you know, it's suburbs of Australia. And when, when an Australian walks into these suburbs, sometimes you're very, very intimidated uh, and, you know, things happen. But these people that have been over, overwhelmed these suburbs come out to the country areas where we are we don't overwhelm them. We don't intimidate them. We, you know, we no. share everything with them. Um, we're just either solid people, really. Yeah, and definitely. That's what Australia should be built on. Yeah, no, exactly right, mate. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now these elections that are coming up, we've got to really, really think. We've got to see constant, constant notification on the media. The media needs to be a little bit more truthful about some things it reports yeah. and taking putting them more in text than out of text. Yeah, exactly right. Because you, you know, think- it's um, he said, she said. It's who, who's ever controlling the media sort of is their way of communicating with the people, I feel. Like. The media needs to be held accountable. But who does own the media at the end of the day? Exactly. You know, they all have to have government license, licenses to broadcast here. So is it really a democracy that we live in? Who's really controlling our, our um, figure of speech? Exactly. You know? It's, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I get really frustrated sometimes listening to people. And when governments go and say, oh, we're spending so many million dollars on uh, an immigration centre, uh, you know, like a, a quarantine centre. This is one that really gets in my gripe. Yep. We had all these boat people getting put in these detention centres because they were throwing children overboard. Yeah. And we were going to process them. Well, 500,000 of them were pro- um, processed. Yeah. That's quite a large... If we take 500,000 visa holders out of Australia now and stop and prevent them from earning income here, mm. our unemployment rate would probably be 2%. Yeah, I reckon so too. And if not less... Yeah. Um, I mean to say, people have to start really thinking about sitting at home all day and doing nothing. They've got to be really assessed now. And are you just doing that because you can't be bothered sitting at home or do you have some sort of psychological issue that you can't sort of face up to people or, or whatever? It needs to be addressed. We need to get unemployment right down. We need to get rid of visa holders and we need to start putting on tariffs, you know, like... If I get smacked in the face, I'll smack someone else back in the face for doing it. So yeah. when we get an eighty percent tariff smacked in our on our grain exports, well, we put one on our iron ore. You know they're even hitting the uh, fresh fish markets now. And the beef as well. And the beef, yeah. You yeah. know, and they've brought up all this land here in in Australia. That's another issue. All this land should be 
isolated by the government. They've paid for it. They should be paying the same land tax, no no discounts here, the same land tax as Joe Bloggs down the road. Yep. <coughs> if they want to employ people on that land, it's got to be us that are on that land. Exactly. They've got to pay award wages and any product that they produce on that land or on our land that they've brought mm. has to go through our markets. We do all the handling of it. At the end of the day, they get what its real value is worth. Exactly. And we're looked after. We're not ripped off. I don't know where China comes from that we're dumping stuff on them and ripping them off. What have they been doing to us financially for 20 years or more? Mm. Ripping us off. Yep. Getting things so cheap. Oh, we need it cheap. Oh, we're crying poor. No, not anymore. No, no not anymore, mate. Not anymore. No, no, you've had enough, I reckon. You've, you've had enough and it's time that we sort of started. Yeah, we've got contract obligations. Admittedly, we've got contract obligations to them. Yes. But these obligations and these contracts need to be sort of more certified now, more more stringent in criteria being met, more more stringent in what what value we get from it as into what value China gets from it. We should be on the the top end of the the scale, not the bottom end of the scale. Yeah. It's us that's doing the work. It's it's. This land's produce, you know. I suppose at the end of the day, no one owns land. Yeah. But the people that are working this land need to be receiving more than what the other client is, you know. Like we always, when I was working over in the Western construction, we'd say, oh, China's buying it at $50 a tonne and selling it back to us at $500 a tonne. Yeah. And I worked in the steel industry over there for good 20 odd years yeah and i seen a depletion in the in the product the steel end product like a piece of steel yeah not painted just forged straight out of a steel mill yep decline over that 20 years till it was absolute shit yeah absolute crap and we're buying prefabricated steel and, and stuff from china because it was done unloading it out of sea containers and it was absolute crap yeah you know Businessmen that do business with China and bring in cheap Chinese exports and rip off uh, state government grants to build schools and things, that really, really, really needs to be looked at. You know, like when people are doing that and making big money out of taxpayers' money and making yes. huge profits, but stuff could have been done here in our own country because we've got the same facilities to make this stuff. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's basically what we have to do, mate. We have to bring in our own workers, our own thing, and build and make our own stuff, eh? Exactly. We used to. So especially when we've got all the facilities here. Like, we can make the best deal in the world. We can make yes. everything else here. Yes. So why should we have to go out to other places and get it done cheaper and shitter? Well, well isn't it? this is the question, Matt. You know, why, why, are, we, why are we digging a tunnel under a, under a river that's going to cost us oh, the price goodness. of a steel mill? But yeah. hey, let's can that project and let's put the money that we've borrowed from wherever we borrowed it, Daniel Andrews, um, and let's put that money into a steel mill so we don't or a paper mill. Yes, now, exactly. You know, like why can't we have our own pulping processes and paper mills here? Exactly. Why are we importing anywhere from three to eight thousand tons of pulp a month and taking it to a paper a paper mill so it can. Render it down when we had our own paper pulp mill there. We've got another one up 
Shippenham Way, I believe, yeah. somewhere up that way, or Maui, and um, they're struggling to get wood because they want to stop the uh, natural harvesting of the forests. Yeah. And that's what these mills were sort of using, the log out of these natural forests. Well, down where we are here, we've got a, a tree that now can grow to pulp size in six years instead of 12. Ah, oh, yeah, well, there you go. So, you know, crop rotations. But what was it like for everyone to have to go go without toilet paper? You know, like, <laughs> what a fast. Where did this come from, this thing, you know? Like, this, yeah. is another, this is another psychological taunt from China. This is how well... Um, we're manipulated by their, mm. their train of thought, by by their rumour mongering, by by everything, you know. So it's like exactly like how did this bloody toilet paper thing actually start? Like that's what I really want to know. Those panic uh, buying, but yeah. you know, like the <laughs> everyone just didn't. I don't know. I all I know is that a twenty four roll lasts me over a month. So if you've got a and if it was going to be as bad as it said it was going to be, we're all going to be dead within a month, <laughs> and, we, and we weren't. And now yeah. we've got cupboards full of shit paper <laughs> for shit. <laughs> and we, you know, like yeah, I can't understand. It. You know, I still see some products on the shelf are not there. Yeah. But over this pandemic, panic buying, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and no, especially when it came to because um, I seen on YouTube and Facebook of uh, these Chinese going into supermarkets and buying baby formula. Yeah, that was going on. That's been going on for a long time. Because um, we make the best baby formula in the world, actually here in the Western Districts. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of companies that do um, baby formula stuff that gets exported to China. Fuck China. Well. <laughs> They should be paying – well, they are paying shop prices and sending it over, so they're actually paying more for it. So we should be charging them more yeah, for it instead of pinching it off us or, or panic buying off us and sending it elsewhere. Yeah. We should be charging more for it. And if you're an Australian citizen and you've got the proof to be a citizen, you can go in and buy it at citizen's price. Exactly. We shouldn't be paying China prices like our meat. You know, oh, the meat, Jesus. I haven't had a decent piece of meat out of a butcher shop or a supermarket since I left home when we were home killing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Seriously? that's a long time. Yes, it is a long time. Yeah. You know, like, this is why we need to be sustainable. Yeah, exactly. You know, we should, we, yeah, you can buy our beef, but we're going to export it to you our way. Exactly. If you don't like it that way, find it somewhere else. Exactly. There's plenty of markets out for you that go elsewhere. So if you don't <laughs> well, like our stuff, well, bugger it. I, yeah. Nick off. <laughs> we'll sell yeah. it to someone else. Well, this is it. You know, we might do it tough and we are a tough breed. Yes. And we can do it tough. And we're probably going to have to do it tough yeah. to prove a point to China and to probably the rest of the world is that we're not to be fucked with. Yeah. You well, know? we've always had that um, mentality. Well, we have, you know, like we've we've flattened the curve on this alleged virus thing. Like we're now a, a prime example throughout the whole globe of how to do it with the social distancing. Now it's because we're so fucking arrogant that we're always <laughs> so, <laughs> so, social distancing. Yeah, why would you want to go near here? <laughs> no, no, we're we're well disciplined. We're well we're well bred here. You know, yeah. we're um. 
a good society and we don't need to be manipulated or controlled by a society that's struggling with their own. Clean up your own fucking backyard first, China, before you try and and fuck someone else's up, really. Yeah, exactly. You know? But what do you think of this um, thing that uh, has been recently on the news about Dan Andrews Andrews being the contracts with the roads and that with China? (laughs) What can I say? I mean, people are not happy about it. No, we're not happy about it. And he's he's had a he's had a a brain phase there, I think, and he's not backing down from it. Yeah. Um, Look, China's not going to rebuild our roads. Our roads are rooted anyway. Yeah. Um, We've just we're just carting too much product on them for fucking China. Yeah. You know. The roads are collapsing because we're hauling massive amounts of products, massive amounts of tonnes of export to China. Now, they want to stop taking certain tonnage of ours. That's all right. We'll stop providing a certain tonnage that they need. Exactly. Yep. You know, you're not going to buy a barley Well, you're not going to buy a baby formula. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're yep. not going to buy a beef. Well, you're not going to buy our paper products. Exactly. You're yep. not going to buy... Other, he's not buying our iron ore, mm. you know? Yeah. They've, oh, I've seen it on 60 Minutes. Look, like, some of this stuff is really psychologically, you don't know whether to believe it or not, but whole cities over there under lockdown with not a person living in them. Mm. They've just built these cities for, and they're just, they're just ghost cities. Yeah. I don't know whether that's true or not, you know, but any time you see anything out of, out of Beijing, you never really see anything around China unless it's national documentaries or something, which I've watched. I like watching nature documentaries. China has got a good lot of nature. But, yeah, you never see factories or anything in production. You do see snippets, but, you know, like how old is the footage that you're seeing, you know? exactly. And and you don't see many people around. So you just (laughs) – I find it sometimes a bit of a fairy tale, really. China's a fairy tale. Yeah. But – Current today's market, fuck China. That's what we've got to do. Exactly. Is if you know if China wants to fuck with us, we fuck with them back. Um, they've brought the port of Darwin. Well, that's fine. You can own the port of Darwin. It's like the same with the land that they're growing beef on and sending over there and ripping us off with mm. because they're not buying other farmers' meats or they're controlling feedlots. I see twenty um, odd thousand cows get loaded each week bound for China. Yeah. In my work. So, yeah, you know, like, it's, yeah. It's like we should be, because uh, we were talking about this the other day, we yeah. should be taxing the roads, taxing the transports, taxing everything. Well, anything to, to do with China, yeah. yeah. Tax the bloody absolute shit out of them. But if it's, to, if, you know, like if we were to have a paper mill, say, um, if we were to build one in Hamilton, yeah, argument's sake, right, and all, all the green triangle pine and hardwood, Goes yeah. is carted to that mill to make Australian products mm. for Australia to sell or export over the world. Yeah. Well, then a percentage of that money from that export cost should go back into the roads like it should be. It's the governments that have fucked the roads. Yeah. You know, and the heavy haulage and the amount of volume that we've done now that, you know, China's brought, come online and we're, so, we're just pounding away with all these trucks going to ports and rail links and everything. And everyone's going, oh, fuck the roads. Well, it's China that's fucked their roads. And why does Daniel Andrews want to get China? They're just going to fuck them more. 
I don't understand why he actually wanted to do this contract. No, I don't understand place. it either. I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. You know, we should be more about... See, this is a hot subject against people. Right? Like, <laughs> nuclear energy. We're oh, a green, Jesus, yes. Yeah, we're a green country, you know. We've got leading wind farms, solar farms, you know. We're, yep. we're all about green energy in Australia. We're all about self-sufficiency. We sell the best uranium in the world. Mm. Why aren't we using our own uranium to power our own power plants and getting rid of the fossil fuel? We don't have to sell coal. Yeah. It's the third world countries that are buying our coal and fucking up our atmosphere by burning the shit. Well, yeah, a lot of people got nuclear powers dirty and all this kind of crap. And what, what if something happened? Yeah, look at Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. Look at um, Japan through the tsunami. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, they're either man-made or, or naturally made disasters, but we've learnt from them disasters. Well, bloody hell, I hope so. Well, Especially with snow, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we should have learnt from them. So the brains of the operation should be looking at strategically how to build something that's more sustainable and better protected and safer yeah. than what they were. You know, like mm. we've got a big industry here that's coming up to 30 years of continuous operation. Mm, exactly. Um, supplied probably a lot of people sitting down at their tables or watching got aluminium products. It's probably come from Portland. Mm. And, you know, the controversy around the power line now, the power deal. Well, China apparently owns the power line. Well. Really? Apparently. they Well, they invested money in it. They brought a share in it. This is what they've done. They've brought shares in all sorts of things. Yeah. Right? So it gives – it's like you've got a share in a piece of cake, you know? Yeah. You, you, you take your portion of cake and go away and eat it and do what you want to do with it. China's doing the same thing with buying into shares in Australian markets. Well, but they're getting away with all the profits. It's just going straight back out of this economy here and going to theirs. Exactly. And then, you know, they're getting wealthier and they're saying, well – we're only going to pay this much for it and we've got all the money. Well, we've got all the fucking product. Yeah, and we've got the best product in yeah. the world too. And you're going to have to buy it in our currency, Yeah. not in world currency. Yeah. Not in their country, not in world no, country, no, fucking no. ours. That's exactly right. So 50 bucks is 50 bucks. If you want to sell a tonne of iron off for 50 bucks, you want a $50 note in your hand basically. Basically, yeah. And pay your Australian tax on it. But I still, I still reckon, mate, that we should really be making the steel plates or steel planks, aren't they? Will they yeah. tend to melt down and that? Or will they make out of it? The ingots? Yeah, well, yeah the pig ingots. Well, oh, the, oh, the pig iron? Yeah, the pig yeah, iron. Yeah, well, that was just a form of smelting and getting all the, the crap out of the iron ore yeah. and basically giving them a, um, a, a raw ore, iron product. Yeah. You know, because iron ore has a lot of slag and shit in it. Yeah. A lot of... There's, impurities within it itself you've got to extract like any refining business yeah of course you've got to refine down to get the actual product but um yeah we should have pig iron plants all up and down our western western australian coast and loading that pig iron into ships and bringing it around to steel mills like in wyala mm. which has got its own iron ore deposit i might add yeah you know they don't have to haul it far there uh newcastle there was this big BHP built and had a huge steel mill there. Yeah. Years ago. I think there was even one at Williamstown. I'm not too sure. 
Might have been a few years ago. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know whether Victoria's ever had one or not. But anyway, besides the point, that resource is been absconded. Yeah. From power, from profit. You know what? What is it today? It's ninety six cents a a, a ton, or no, ninety seven cent dollars a ton. Mm. I think if you look on, you just got. To, it's easy to find out what, what, how much the world's paying for our iron ore. Our gold is another product. You know, our diamonds have just closed down a diamond mine up in the top end of Western Australia because it's run out of diamond. Yeah, now opals, well, opals as well. I guess. Well, say. you know, they're all precious stones as well. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we've got here that's been marketed for huge profits for. Everyone else. Everyone else. You know, it's yeah. not being spent back in the country, so to speak. You know, like we could do better here than what we're doing now. Yeah. And we could be all living a lot more comfortable than a large percentage of us are living at the moment. Yeah. We could all be doing better. Yes, we've got a brilliant health system. Yeah. Um, you know, it's pretty good living here, but we could be better. Yeah. And, and being by better is getting rid of the Chinese influence here. The people can come for a holiday, they can come here whenever they like, but the business side of things has got to be conducted here on our soil. Yeah. You know? By our rules too. Yeah. Our tariff has got to be paid by any outside investor before they can invest anything more here. We should not be selling another square inch of land to anybody. Yeah. We need to reevaluate. Everything that's been done over the last 20 years. All contracts, everything. Yeah, to see, well, there's people know where it's going. There's people within Parliament that are aligned with China. Yeah. You know, we can't really hold secrets here because we have too many dobbers. You know, we we have too many spies. We have too many backstabbers, Mm. too many do-gooders. I think do-gooders would be the word to use, do-gooders that – Stop things and make things happen that we don't want to happen. All that kind of, yeah. It's we need to wake up and have a big look. Yes, I think so. Once all this shit's over and settled down a bit, I think we might have to just sit down and just. Is think. it going to be over though? This is another question yeah. asked. You know, like okay, we've got COVID's been around since the settlement. It's a it's a virus. It's a flu. So it's an actual virus bug anyway. The nineteen is probably the nineteen extra pieces they've stuck to that. That no, bug yeah, to kill you, strange, yeah, like to fry your brain or to fry your heart or to inflame your blood vessels or to collapse your lungs or whatever it was doing, mm. you know, whatever it was doing, you know, like the most rawest thing I've seen was um, the photos that Nathan sent over. That was the first time I'd been exposed to anything as raw as that. Yeah, because I don't watch a lot of TV. I listen to the radio a lot. Yeah, and read papers, but. Don't watch TV. But that was the rawest thing I've seen, that fella standing in his um, gateway in front of his house and then five days later the the ambulance guys, they're putting him in a body bag to take him away. Oh, yeah, that's what was, yeah. yeah. The only other stuff I've seen is people in a cemetery with shovels shoveling red dirt. You didn't see the bodies being laid in there. You didn't see the bodies in there. You just seen a team of people in white suits that could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, and they're just shoveling dirt, which could have been a staged cemetery. Like, you know, like 
conspiracy. America. Yeah, yeah. America is bloody shocking. Well, they reckon, America. you know what, there's, there's some people saying that they've got stuff on the internet where there's garbage trucks picking up bodies out in the streets. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard um, that. But Big mass graves and that. The only thing we're seeing at the moment now is these riots. It's like... Oh, it's got one bad for the other, oh, I reckon. Oh, I don't know. Is it, you know, is this just another psychological ploy by some sort of organisation to get people mass? That's a mass inf- of infection now. Yeah. You know, like those people were probably all quarantined and safe and staying safe, but now they've one person's set that off by his actions, and now we've got millions of people that are shoulder to shoulder, and you know, like, yeah, it's crazy. Thank Christ I'm not there. Oh, yeah. There wouldn't be any place you could really hide there. Nah, not not really, no. Thank Christ we're civilised here. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, well, we are. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I'm, but I mean to say, yeah, to, yeah. to a degree, Matt, you know, you, oh, yeah, you've definitely. got to agree that definitely, definitely. our society and our way of living is quite unique within the world. Oh, Christ, yeah. And, yeah, well, we are individuals. I'm an individual, you can't help me. You know what, Jack, I used to sing that song. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, we're – fuck China. We really have to start defending and looking after ourselves a lot better. Yeah, I, I reckon so too, mate. Financially, militarily and, and sustainable. Yep. Yeah. We are sustainable, so that's one thing in our favour. But financial, whew, that's a hard one to call. So I'm not up there in the in the higher marks of borrowing mm. billions of dollars. I, don't know. I thought it would have been easier just to print the money and keep our own currency. Yeah, definitely. Um, but not get borrow money from overseas. You know, like one Australian dollar might be worth quarter of a cent in America, but I don't want to go to America. No, I want to stay right here in Australia, thanks. Yeah, so my Australian dollar <laughs> is worth a dollar here yeah, in Australia. Exactly I can right. go and get a loaf of bread at the end of the day when it's marked down for 99 cents, I can go and mm. get a loaf of bread. I don't want to be paying $50 for a fucking loaf of bread. Yeah, exactly. You know, it happens. This is yeah. what happens, you know. Yep. Our money's valued here in Australia. If someone wants to come and buy something here, well, you've got to come and get Australian money. Mm. You've got to pay to have that money. Yep. You've got to buy it. Yeah, definitely. And Australian dollars, and none of it goes overseas, and you have to pay Australian tax on what you've brought. Yep. And none of it goes overseas. Plus maintenance costs and all oh, that type of shit. You the, the, whole, the whole shooting match, mate, yep. you know. Yeah, it, no, definitely. Um, what do you reckon of the uh, was it? Well, I recently heard that America wants to take over our barley um, barley exports. Yeah, I, look, America is one of the largest leading exporters of cereal grains in the world. Um, why they want ours, I don't know. It's probably to, a manipulative move by the Trump government to control the, the world's a large percentage of the barley in the world. Yeah. Um, Fucking lot of beer drinkers for all that barley. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. I've never really understood what barley's used for, but it's probably. I've heard they make flour out of it. It's an additive to flour, but anyway. Yeah, if America wants to buy it, they've got to pay the price. The, the mm. farmer can't be doing it for nothing. He's got to. He's got to be able to pay the bank his money every year yep. on loans. He's got to be able to feed his family. He's got to be able to be sustainable on his land. What he's doing, he's got to be paid exactly. for his work. Exactly. So if a market comes along and that farmer's getting paid for his work and his value and everybody's happy and no one's going broke and we're not 
and no one's suffering from it, yeah, go for it. Yep. But these lands that are growing this barley can grow other products. You know, they can grow other things besides barley. Mm. There's other things, other cereals and grains that the world could go without, we could go be better off with yep. than China. Yep. We don't have to have a Chinese market. Everything doesn't have to be grown for China. It's just that we've, and like they've said on the telly, we've become complacent. Our, 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 our sellers are going just to one place and saying, oh, yeah, well, they're getting a percentage, mm. you know. Oh, yeah, and they're living high life in their houses up in the Gold Coast or Turak or wherever, you know, they've invested their money in China and China, 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 China. Yeah. But what about the poor bloody farmers that have been forced off their land? I had one come to home yesterday to drop off some stuff. They were selling some furniture on Facebook and I knew straight away it was uh, a northern, northern part of Australia by his accent. Yeah. And I said, where are you from? And he said, Tamworth. Oh, Tamworth. Yeah. And I said, oh, you on the land, were you? And he said, yeah. And I said, bloody wet down here. And he said, I've never seen rain like this in my entire life. Oh, Jesus. He said, it's just... He said, it's so becalming down here. He said, that's why we come down here. We come down for a holiday. Mm. When when the drought was on, we were, you know, like we had enough money to get ourselves down here. We sold up. Oh, yeah. And we come down here. He said, they've been here for three years. Mm. And he said, his mental health, his family's unity, unity, the whole lot has just, he said, it's wonderful. Yeah. He said, it's just like. He never in his wildest dreams. He was probably a man of about sixty years old. Yep. Really rugged man. He's been out in that hot sun. He's been in the hot sun for a few done, years. Yeah, he's done the hard yards up there. Yeah, but it got the better on him because he wasn't getting the support. Yeah, and because we had a drought on, yep. and you know he sold up and got out. But yeah, and you know he was so pleased to be here. But who brought his land? I never got a chance to ask him, who brought you out? Uh, I've got a fair idea who it would have been. Would have been the fucking China. Fucking China, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, now the times are coming back good again. China's, well, I bet you they're harvesting barley up there. They don't need to really buy exactly. other barley from other Australians when they're growing exactly. their own barley. They don't have to, they're not going to put an 80% tax on their own barley to bring no, it in here won't. in Australia, are they? No, they won't. Well, they should be making them pay an 80 cent Export tax to just even exactly put it, right. Put it on a ship in our port. Yeah, fuck taking it to Darwin. There's no, yeah, you know, like no silly moves some of these governments make, mate, by selling some of these shit. You know, like uh, like Country Roads Board being the CRB. Remember the CRB, Country Road Board? They built yeah, all the roads yeah. around Victoria. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. yeah, well, they were sold off by a Liberal government, by a Kennett government. Yep. And oh, Jeff Kennett. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see. Uh, Never really been held accountable for it. Yeah. Never really been investigated to where the money went. Yeah. Um, and now we've got to look at the crap that they do, this 30-second road shit. Yeah. You know? I do a lot of K's on these roads around here, Matt. I tell <laughs> so you. do I, but Yeah, well, I'm probably a bit more up there than you, you know. Right. Like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, one road in particular I've done 50,000 Ks on in seven months. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think you bet me in that one. Yeah, yeah. That's I think so. <laughs> three and four trips a night from one town to another. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, six nights a week. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, we're getting a bit sidetracked there. But Of course. 
But yeah, no, this 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 whole China thing, it's it's just got to stop. We've I reckon to, it is too much. We've got people have just got to start ringing Scotty up or, or Scomo as they call him. Scomo. Yeah, he's the government of the day. The Liberals are the government of the day, but at the end of the day, it's the people that have the say. Of course. And we have to. We don't have to be violent in our protests. We just no. have to take our protests to the ballot box. Yeah, exactly right. We need some people that will stand up and say. You know, there's some good people in Parliament now, if you listen to them talk and what they say, is they've got a really, really good understanding of how Australia should be, be run. They're, you know, they're descendants of uh, squatters, I suppose, and convicts. Mm. Most of us are. Yeah, most of us are, yeah. Yeah, uh, we didn't have a choice in that matter. But anyway, there's some po- political parties there that are making really good sense and we need to start looking at that. Yeah, well, We need I to start so. giving them more of a say. I want. I don't want to mention names, not on this, because you know people are going to be, you know, they'll get opinionated. But just use your own, do your own research. Yeah, definitely. Ha- have a look. Who's you know? There's one in Tasmania. I reckon's quite good. There's another one in Queensland that's quite good. There's one here in Victoria that's quite good too. Um, and they're, they're three people that I listen to a lot. Uh, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I form my opinions on their their opinions. Yeah, no, and, and I, I think a lot of Australians are, and we need to start looking for leaders that are like that. Yeah, that have got a, outspoken opinions of well, they voted in there for the people. They put the people put them there for what they do. Yeah, we just need to enhance those people yep. that are in there now more, give them more authority to start controlling our destiny. Exactly. You know, so. Fuck China. Yes, well, I think I might leave it at that. Thank you very much, John, for coming on. That's right, mate. And uh, I reckon we might get you on here again. We'll talk oh. about fishing and Fishing and that. shooting, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll yeah. start doing that, I reckon. Done that as a boy. Yes, well, I reckon we'll get you on here again and start talking boyhood. about fishing. Boyhood. Boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> boyhood. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, John. Very I'll good, you. mate. Thank you very much. No worries. See anyway, you. guys, thank you very much, and I'll uh, catch you for the next one. Hey, Matt here. So that's it for this whole episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to give me a review of five stars or whatever you want to do on here. It sure does help. Make sure you head over to my Facebook page and my YouTube channel, Matt Was Media, to see all the updates and videos that I do. Want to give me a hand and donate to my PayPal? You're more than happy to, mate. Go over to paypal.me slash Media and donate whatever you want. Doesn't worry me. Thanks very much in advance for it, that's for sure. Thanks very much for joining me today, and I hope to see you soon for the next one. Catch you then.